Hello, my name is Amy and I work at Lowe's. Come into Lowe's today through August 1st for the Lowe's Floor Event, where you'll find lots of great flooring options for under $1 per square foot. Get Winchester Oak Laminate for just $0.68 cents per square foot. Or find in-stock Staymaster carpets starting at only $0.98 cents per square foot. Even Marfil Ceramic Tile for only $0.88 cents per square foot. Come to the Lowe's Floor Event and take advantage of these great flooring offers. Lowe's, let's build something together. Offer valid through 8111. Some restrictions apply while supplies last. Block Talk Radio. You want to do what you want? You want better money? Welcome to Dream Job Radio. I'm Daniel Laxtons. This is Leah Laxtons, and it is December 25th, 2010. You're listening to 30 Careers Presents Dream Job Radio. It's a beautiful day here in San Antonio, Texas. A li- little, little bit windy <laughs> and chilly. We woke up this morning. We did not turn our heat on last night. It was very cold. Yes. And we didn't have enough blankets. Yes, it was cold. When you have dreams about freezing to death, you know it's too cold. Yeah, and your belly knows when it's too cold when someone's toes are stuck into it. No comment. Well, what do we have going on today? What's our thing? Well, today, instead of ruining someone's um, holiday season by making them be a guest on our show, we have the great privilege of actually highlighting our top five shows of 2010 as chosen by our viewers and our listeners. Yeah. So our viewers and listeners have chosen these as the the top five. We have Dr. Wayne Weiner, Dr. Larry Chiagoric, Dr. Bruce Hurwitz, and also... uh, Julie Austin. And Gabe Skelly. And our job hunt temps, we actually have our very first show, we'll have highlights from that, which, wow, it's come a long way, hasn't it? Yeah. And we had a lot of good callers. We've had a lot of good questions. And you know what? We've had a lot of good advice to help you to find a better job. So, well, are we going to get started or should we tell people to go ahead and we're still accepting tweets. We are live on Dream Job Radio. Uh, You can go to... Justin TV forward slash 30 careers and watch us live, or you can just listen to us here on Blog Talk Radio. Yes, you can. And we would like to introduce a new a way you can communicate us. If you are brave and you've combed your hair this morning, <laughs> then we'd invite you to get us on Skype, find D Laxton's on Skype, and turn on your video and you we, can be part of our broadcast here on Dream Justin. Job Radio. Yeah. You can also uh, Twitter me at Daniel Laxton, D A N I E L L A K S T I N S. Yes, you can. And as always, check out our Facebook page, 30careers.com presents Dream Job Radio for exclusive behind the scenes content, deals from our special guests, and uh, all the books, all the guests, all the highlights. If it's easier, just go to 30careers.com and click on the tab that says Dream Job Radio. So, so are we ready to get started Let's on our get top started. five, so number five? It's uh, Dr. Wayne Weiner. Dr. Wayne Weiner was an excellent guest. He had lots of things um, to, to talk about. Our show was talking about finding the right employer. And, you know, everyone's always thinking about trying to find the right job. But the way he's he's saying specifically searching for the right kind of employer for you. Let's listen to something that he had to say. And for our Justin TV viewers, we do actually have uh, this one, one of the video clips. So we're going to bring you there now. 
predisposed about how we can be that those researchers um, find the truth about them too. Now, um, uh, Dr. Wayne, I know you're the president of Bella Business Solutions. Um, what, where would be the best, I guess, place for people to get it if they need more uh, information from you or would like some career coaching? Uh, is there a particular website or something like that you'd like to share your information for uh, the listeners? That was Dr. Wayne Weiner giving out his personal cell number on his way to Disney World on a fantastic show we had on December 4th, 2010. You can always go back if you'd like to hear the rest of that show. How do they go back? They can go back through justin.tv backslash 30 careers or... Better yet, um, if you have an iPod, download us on iTunes. You can just go to, just type in in the search, dream job. And then uh, click on a uh, podcast. It's a free download on iTunes. You can listen to the podcast, or you can just go to Dream Job Radio and listen from there. That's absolutely right. So That was December 4th. Yes, it was. So look that one up, Finding the Right Employer, Dr. Wayne Weiner, and, and uh, give him a call on his cell phone. <laughs> no, tell, him, tell him we sent you. No. <laughs> if you want. He did offer the first, what was it, how many callers was it? Yeah, I think the first uh, first Caller. three callers he was going to actually give them mentor. Three. Yeah, mentor until they found a job. Until they found a job. That is that is correct. Well, number four on our countdown is a very recent show that we did. Chia Garcia, I could say his name. Yes, December eighteenth. That was last week. That was last week. Doctor Chia Goris was awesome. He was just fantastic. Unbelievable show, record number of call-ins. You're trying to find a job after college? You think that if I graduate from college, 
I could easily find a job, but it hasn't been the case during the time of this uh, recession-type time that we're living in. That's absolutely the right. Recession's over, they say, right? That's right. Which it is, but it's still difficult to find a job. It is. Well, let's listen to how Dr. Chiagoras helped one of our callers uh, with her questions she had about social networking, the pros and cons of. Hi, my question is, I'm not really an online person in terms of putting my personal stuff up. Do you think that it's a big hindrance um, or it's hurting me more than it is helping me with still going out and doing it the old school way, <laughs> looking for jobs and going in and talking to them in person as opposed to putting things up online? Or, you know, is that hurting? Should I have that as well? Well, that's a good question. You, you should have something, Camille, uh, you should have something for yourself uh, that expresses who you are online, even if it's just the bare minimum, just so that you, you can say you have it for someone who wants to, 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 to you know, see your connection online, so to speak. But, but don't think for a moment that you're doing it, as you say, the old-fashioned way, puts you at a disadvantage, because as I said a moment ago, uh, you're doing it the old-fashioned way. Going out there and meeting people face-to-face -face is the absolute best way to do it. And uh, better you spend your time doing that than playing with your website or, or things of that nature. So you are actually doing it the right way. Uh, I'm just saying it's not like all or nothing. You must do it this way and not the other way. You can do both. And you can just put a little okay. bit of yourself out there online so that you look professional, a good photograph of yourself. Uh, you know, maybe a little bit of description of yourself, but nothing that gives away any of your personal privacy stuff. But uh, going the old-fashioned way and going to events, to conferences, to meetings, to networking uh, socials is the way people get jobs most of the time. So you're doing it uh, the right way. So keep on doing what you're doing, and you'll get a great job. Well, maybe you already have one, but you'll be fine. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks so much for calling in, Kimmy. I, I was wondering, um, Dr. Larry, what, what's your opinion on Twitter? You know, it's been kind of a big buzz here for quite some time. Uh, do you think it helps or uh, has any impact at all on the job search? It, 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 it depends. It, it, I, 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 I get people upset with me when I say this, but I'm going to say it because it's, it, I think it's true. <laughs> if, you, if you look at a lot of the tweets that people put out there, most of them are rather dull, inane, boring, uh, and they don't, they really don't, they're not interesting. Uh, I'm not saying uh, all tweets are not interesting. I'm saying and the majority of them are. I mean, who cares about, I'm, I'm, on, my way to, I'm on my way to the game, or uh, I, just see, I, I, just saw, I just saw the speech by the president, uh, and I, I loved it. Or, I mean, so what? I mean, who cares about that stuff? Now, even, even professionals like these actors, like Ashton Kusher, some of these folks who, uh, there was a big thing recently where they said they're not going to tweet unless people contribute to uh, some sort of a social cause, and most people didn't even care. <laughs> That's true. Of course, what we tweet can, can uh, come back to haunt us, or maybe even what we put on social networking uh, places, because if we say something that's really belligerent or ridiculous, uh, that could affect us, couldn't it? Oh, it, it could affect you enormously. Uh, uh, if you had to weigh every word you put out there, because if you're not careful and it comes back to haunt you, maybe you meant it for just a few select people who 
are close to you or who follow you and then suddenly it finds its way out there in the blogosphere and it's all over all the websites and on blogs and everything else, and you can be embarrassed. And, and maybe it's a simple matter of you're not that great with grammar and you have some typos or some grammatical problems. <laughs> well, no one is on Twitter, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's 140 characters. Uh, so it's hard to be profound and impressive and exciting with a limitation like that. You know, so that's why I always say uh, be careful about what you tweet. It may come back to, 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 to haunt you in a way that's very uncomfortable. You don't want to, be, you don't want to look like a twit in, in tweeting. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Yeah. That was really good. Fantastic advice. It was. It was about social networking, and mm -hmm. everyone talks about, hey, if you don't have the uh, social networking down, then you're not going to be able to find a good job. Yeah. And what was neat about Larry Giagoras is that he was saying that, hey, the old-fashioned way of finding a job is not dead. Yeah. And, and so he, that's still how most people find their jobs. What's that? It's the old-fashioned way. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> that means the, the dead way. <laughs> so, cool. That was really good. So again, social networking, if you uh, wanted to get more advice on that social networking, or at least on the dangers of social networking, or pros and cons, um, how would they be able to listen to that episode? They can go back to December 18th and play it on Justin TV or on Blog Talk Radio. And again, Dr. Chiagor's book was The Secret to Getting a Job After College, which is yeah. a terrific title. And the thing is, is, it was difficult for people to get a job after college. Uh, during the recession, but the question is that we have next, which is a segue to our next great, great show, uh, was Recession Proof Jobs by Dr. Bruce Hurwitz. Yeah, and this show actually is our number one show listened on Blog Talk Radio uh, of all of our shows. This is it. We should have saved it to last. No, yeah. I didn't even. <laughs> the other two have sentimental value. Yes, the other two, well, they're close to our hearts. But uh, well, what was Bruce Hurwitz uh, talking about, Dr. Hurwitz? This actually was one of your favorite shows, mm -hmm. Recession Proof Jobs. He is the CEO of Hurwitz Strategic Staffing up in NYC, beautiful New York. Oh, yeah. Very, very, very nice guy that, you know, basically just did the show to kind of help people, didn't have any really product to sell or anything like that, sort of like Dr. Weiner, where he just, you know, wanted to get get his message out there and help people. That's so nice. So we're getting ready to ask him some questions, or a question about recession-proof jobs. That's right. Let's hear what Dr. Hurwitz had to say. But reality is that all of us are still hurting really bad. Yeah, you know? yeah. So since exactly. the recession, the people isn't over, what's your opinion, Bruce, on are there recession-proof jobs? Absolutely. There are things that people need regardless of the economy. And there are services that people look for, especially when the economy is bad. Give you a couple examples. First, if the economy is bad and something breaks, you're, you still need that something. But you're not going to go out and buy a new one. If it's your refrigerator, your, um, uh, your television. Uh, you're going to your computer. You're going to go out and try to get it repaired because you are looking to save money any way you can. If you are unemployed, you got laid off. You're going out into the job market. 
you are competing with people who may be better educated than you or more recently educated than you. You may realize when you look at the want ads that there are skills that you need and therefore continuing education schools are recession proof because they are always going to be in demand, especially during a, a bad economy. There are the little things in life that we all like and that we don't want to give up on and that really don't cost a lot of money. Most people still like to go once a week, twice a week, take the family to a restaurant. They like that family meal to get out. They may not be able to afford anymore to spend $50, $60, $70 to go to the movies when they can watch the movies now at home on cable. But they still want to go out and have a family event. Things of that nature. Um, dry cleaners. I have, I live in the suburbs uh, in Jersey. There are probably within one mile of my home five or six dry cleaners and one just moved into a larger facility. These are the types of things that people are going to use and take advantage of regardless of the economy. So there you had it, some great career advice. Mm -hmm. Some different jobs that are going to stay here. You know, the biggest worry that a lot of people have is, well, what if my job gets sent over to India? Yeah. You know, how am I going to deal with that? And a lot of jobs have been sent to China or to India. The call centers are all in India. The manufacturing is all in China, which I don't like because I think Americans make better products. I think we just do a better job. I'd rather spend a little more money for a better product. But the thing is, is what happens if your job is sent overseas? Well, he's got a lot of good advice. Yeah, so again, you can go back and listen to that show on October 23rd, 2010. Yeah, re recession-proof jobs. What's the best jobs in the recession? So, again, you can check that out again on iTunes. But what, what else do we have? Well, our very first show. Very we have a highlight from our very first show way back in August. Oh. So this should be very exciting. Um, it it was kind of before we, we had this all down pat. So. <laughs> so we'll hear what we had to say with our very first caller. Well, and this, this, this was uh, a call-in show. Yeah, and this was actually a surprise caller that, you know, wasn't prearranged whatsoever. Yeah. So it was pretty pretty interesting. Here we go. Yes, I am. I was just wondering... Uh, I was just wondering, I've, I've done so many things, I don't even know, I'm capable of doing so many things, but I don't know what I like to do. How do you pinpoint what you actually would like to do? Well, Kurt, I hate to keep plugging my book, but Andrew, I do outline a way to actually do that. Uh, I say uh, that we should usually have a notepad and sort of brainstorm, or write down different things, maybe uh, uh, people that you like, uh, or people that you know that are happy and the job that they like. And uh, so you, you can make a list. There's a, there's a list of different ways of brainstorming through those things. If you need uh, more uh, ideas about that, I suggest that you grab your yellow pages. And, and if you still have yellow pages, it seems like those are going away. But uh, flip through, uh, and I 
smaller ones. That way you don't have a big thick book to look through. You just start analyzing uh, what sort of um, you know, jobs that seniors get to you and your you know, pleasures in mind. So when you look through the office, I mean, are you actually looking for somebody to call or just analyzing what job you like? Yeah, it seems to fit you. What were you saying, Paul? Sorry. I was saying I'm good at sales, but I don't like it. But I'm I'm very good at it. But I know that wouldn't be my dream job because I don't like it. So. Well, um, I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. Oh, what do you not like about sales? I don't like that my um, the, the money is dependent is commission only. I like I like stability. I like to know how much I'm going to make and then have incentive after that. But. The, the job that I've had, the uh, commission only, and I don't like that. It scares me. Wow. And to hear your response to that, you can go back to our very first show and play it back. Wow. The audio wasn't um, as good back yeah. then, was it? I think it was Skype that was we had bandwidth issues back then. Yeah. So on to the number one show of 2010. Number one show. Uh, this is with Julie Austin. Actually, I thought you said that Bruce Horowitz was number one. Well, he was the most watched. Okay. This is, I'm just teasing <laughs> These were the shows we picked, also picked by our viewers. Right. These are the top five sh most watched shows. Most watched shows. But we sort of put them in our own order of what we liked. That's true. So, and this was our, I think both of us agree, this is our all-time favorite show. We had two fantastic entrepreneurs on. It was a fantastic show because, again, it was about entrepreneurialism. Yes. And if you want to start your own job, these are the kind of podcasts that you should be listening to. So let's take a look. We do have the video from this one as well. That's the same friend. Uh, me and him just opened a restaurant. So we kind of did a trial for six months in the uh, Federal Hill part of uh, Baltimore this summer. And... Uh, it worked out pretty well. We, we started out and uh, just financed it from our own pockets, and uh, we got a lot, a lot of good reviews from uh, local newspapers. We got on uh, some of the local TV stations. We got on Fox down in the uh, Baltimore area, and uh, a lot of good reviews. But we learned from that one that you definitely have to have a good, solid business plan before you go into something. Restaurants are a lot harder to uh, jump into and make work than we thought. So. That's awesome. And, and Julie mentioned that, you know, she wishes she had had kind of a mentor or, or guide. Uh, how about you, Gabe? Have you had mentors as you've started these businesses, or what's your take on that? You know, I definitely have some mentors. Uh, I, I think when I started out, when I was a little bit younger, I used to think that, like a lot of young people, that I knew everything and that the bosses were there to just tell me what to do, and, and I just had to, to, to uh, you know, listen to them without really paying attention to what they were doing. But um, I really started to pay attention to some of the people that I've worked with. Uh, I've got people that are, that are mentors that I also consider my peers now that are in their 70s and 80s, even with some of the companies I work with. Um, I've kind of found I found a real niche with a couple of companies in the Minnesota area where their companies have been around for 100 to 150 years. And I figure companies like that, def they definitely know what they're doing. If you've got an owner that's a, a fourth-generation owner of the company and they've stuck around through the Great Depression and then the current depression we've had, and I've really kind of learned what the people that are in the owner or president position do to, to help the company through that and what they do in a solid branding to keep them uh, recognizable above everybody else. That's, that's amazing. I'm glad to hear you. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Julie. Hear you uh, with that depression. 
we're making some changes. We're going to have uh, better bandwidth too. Yeah, of course those changes probably won't occur until about May, oh, May? Oh. May of next year. I forgot. But uh, in the meantime, okay. we're going to keep on improving every week. And we have actually guests lined up all the way through March. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, you can always contact Micah Hackney, who does what we like to call Campus Connection. Yeah. So let's go on and do that segment. Let's see what he's got. What is he? What do you have for us this week, Micah? I think you brought a video for us to watch. He's not. What do you have this week, Micah? You got a video? You there, Micah? Well, I guess we can just go on and show his video. <laughs> this is the video Micah wanted us to show from uh, his website and I guess an event that he did this week. So let's go on and take a look. <laughs> Thank you so much. This is Leah Laxton. This is Daniel Laxton's Dream Job Radio.